Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lally, a Steelers beat reporter for DK Pittsburgh Sports. And, uh, you know, the NFL scouting combine will be held next week in Indianapolis. And so you're going to start to hear a lot of the uh, rumors start to heat up regarding the quarterbacks around the NFL, particularly the free agent quarterbacks, because, well, uh, when the, uh, the the free agency period starts March 16th, which is just a few weeks away, um, we're going to see a lot of movement uh, with some of these guys, uh, certainly a lot of uh, teams vying for quarterbacks. There's probably 11 or 12 teams in the league right now uh, in the market, perhaps for a quarterback, an upgrade, a backup, uh, you know, maybe a, somebody else who could be a potential starter, that kind of thing. And then you got teams like the Steelers who may be in the market for a potential starter, period. Um, so we'll see what happens there with that. Uh, obviously, earlier this week, um, Kevin Colbert coming out and saying that uh, if, the st- if the season started uh, uh, now, uh, obviously, the Steelers would be uh, starting Mason Rudolph, a quarterback. Well, people were surprised by that and shocked by that. He's the only guy under contract. Who else were they going to start? They, there's nobody else that he could mention. Are they going to say, uh, you know, one of the uh, Najee Harris is going to start at, at, at quarterback? No, he's going to talk about the guy. Um, who's under contract. And the Steelers do, I think, have more confidence in Mason Rudolph than I think many of the fans do. I know Colbert kept referencing the fact that uh, Mason Rudolph is 5-4-1 uh, as a starter in his career. Uh, that included 5-3, and three, um, you know, in that, that one season in 2019 when he was forced to start. Um They've seen him in practice on a regular basis. They've seen him perform in the preseason. The practice stuff is what fans don't see. Uh, the stuff where he's in the meeting rooms and what he understands about the game. I'll tell you this about Mason Rudolph. And I think I've said this before. I don't know that I've seen a quarterback work harder at his skill set than Mason Rudolph in all the years that I've covered the league. Um, he is constantly throwing footballs. He's constantly working on routes. He's constantly working on ball placement, the little things, footwork. Uh, he works extremely hard at being a, a, a quarterback. Now, that doesn't mean that he will necessarily be an NFL starting quarterback, but he works at it. Um, you know, so the Steelers do see that. I think they have a pretty good idea uh, of, of what they can do, what they can be with him. And I think if you pair Mason Rudolph with a, a pretty good team around him, a better defense and obviously what they put on the field in 2021, uh, a better running game, um, you know, he could actually be a, a, an okay, uh, you know, average NFL starter. Um, and again, never going to be great, never going to be that guy that, that flat out goes out and, you know, is an MVP candidate or anything like that. But not every team has that. And so, uh, you know, the Steelers, I think, are going to give him an opportunity to be the starter. Uh, But that doesn't mean they're not going to bring in competition, whether that competition is Dwayne Haskins, who Kevin Colbert said that they are going to uh, tender an an offer to as a restricted free agent, or another player, whether it be a rookie or a veteran, um, there will be competition there. Uh, So let's take a look at some of these guys who are going to be free agents here in a few weeks. Jameis Winston... Uh, probably the most talented guy uh, overall who's going to be an unrestricted free agent, but he's coming off of a torn ACL. I really think he re-signs with the Saints, so I'm not going to consider him in the conversation here. I think it just makes a lot more sense for him to go back to New Orleans. Their doctors are the guys who worked on him. 
they know where he's at. He knows the offense. They, they, even though they changed coaches, they're not changing the offense. So I think, you know, if I'm Jameis Winston, I want to go back to that situation because I know I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to do a lot of work in the offseason. So therefore, uh, you know, going back to a team that I know the offense, I know the players, the, the system, the, all that stuff makes the most sense. Um, I have absolutely no interest in signing Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I know a lot of people are, uh, you know, he is now the, the poster boy for being a journeyman quarterback. In the last three, two seasons, uh, he started for Carolina. He started now for uh, the, the Broncos last year. And everybody kind of figures out that, well, Jameis, or I'm sorry, uh, Teddy's just a guy. Uh, he's a caretaker to position. Honestly, I don't know that he's a huge upgrade over what Mason Rudolph or what the Steelers believe Mason Rudolph can be. Um, you know, so I just don't know that that's uh, – he's just, he's just a guy. Uh, seven and six last year as a starter with the Broncos. Um, you know, he's just okay. Marcus Marioga, Mariota, somewhat intriguing, former second-round overall pick in the draft behind Jameis Winston. Um, had some good – seasons with the uh, Tennessee Titans when he was drafted has had some issues staying healthy. Um, you know, I, I think certainly he's a guy that you would look at and say, you know, can he be, can he capture lightning in a bottle? He's still only 28. Um, there's still some talent there, uh, but he hasn't played a lot the last two years since he, you know, he's a backup the last two years with the Raiders. Uh, but I would be intrigued by what he can bring the guy to me, who I think is really going to be the one that, teams kind of fight for is Mitch Trubisky. Uh, people forget that Mitch Trubisky was a pro bowl quarterback in his second season. Mitch Trubisky led the, uh, get the, the bears into the playoffs. There's some things there that you like. And I think, you know, he, he's he very much like Josh Allen in terms of his physical skill set. obviously not as big and, and, and quite as talented uh, with the arm strength and things of that nature as Allen, but he spent last year backing up Allen and we saw the progression that, that Allen made in his career. So there's some some thought there that, you know, maybe uh, Trubisky was the second overall pick in that uh, in that draft that he came out where Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson both went after him. Um, not his fault. He didn't ask to be picked there. But, uh, you know, he was 11-3 and three as a starter in 2018. Again, with a strong defense, a strong running game. So there's some things there that you can do with Trubisky that, uh, you know, again, maybe he, he fits uh, into the Steelers fans. The one guy that I can't get on board with, and I've heard this and people uh, stop it with the Ryan Fitzpatrick stuff already. Ryan Fitzpatrick is 39 years old, 39. It's the same age as Ben Roethlisberger and Ryan Fitzpatrick's coming off a major hip injury. Oh, and Oh, by the way, Ryan Fitzpatrick has never, ever, ever been a guy that a team has looked at and said, yeah, he's going to be our starter. Nobody's ever committed to Ryan Fitzpatrick as a long-term starter. Why do you think that is? His best moments look good. His worst moments look really bad. He's just too streaky. The Steelers are not going to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick and bring him as a potential, a potential guy to, uh, to compete with, uh, with Mason Rudolph. That's just not going to happen. Uh, if you look at the rest of that list, uh, you got Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, Cam Newton, Jacob, Jacoby Brissett. Again, just guys. Now, could you bring in an Andy Dalton as your veteran backup? 
uh, and potentially be a guy to, to compete with with Mason Rudolph? Sure. But Mason Rudolph's probably better at this point in his career. That's why I really think that the Steelers are going to look to the draft. And the thing about the draft right now, I know everybody's saying, well, there's just no way that uh, any of those quarterbacks are going to fall to the Steelers at, at 20. Those guys that I just mentioned, maybe with the exception of Ryan Fitzpatrick, are going to get signed by somebody. So, you know, if, if, if Jameis Winston does go back to the Saints, the Saints pick at 18, that probably takes the Saints out of the quarterback market. Um, you know, it, when, when Bridgewater signs with somebody, probably takes that team out of the quarterback market. Uh, same thing with Marcus Mariota, probably takes that team out of the quarterback market and Trubisky. So those dominoes are going to fall before we get to the draft. And so it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, uh, where they end up at. Are they looked at as starters? Are they looked at as guys who are potentially, um, you know, long-term replacements for as starters? Or are they looked at as guys who are placeholders? That's what all remains to be seen. But um, that's all going to happen before the draft. The draft doesn't, you know, it doesn't occur until late April. So, so a lot of those dominoes are going to fall. And the thing that we don't know yet are what's going to happen with some of these trades. I'll talk about that in the next segment. I'm going to take a break. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Podcast Network. DK, uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show. And I'm talking here a lot about quarterbacks as we get ready to go to the NFL Scouting Combine next week and uh, look at the rookie class. And if you remember a couple of years ago, when the last time there was an NFL Scouting Combine, when that, whole, when that thing was taking place in Indianapolis, the big rumor that week was that Philip Rivers, uh, who had been his contract had run out, with the chargers. Uh, he was going to sign with the Indianapolis Colts. It was a done deal. Everybody knew it before free agency started and it ended up coming to fruition. The, the combine is, is perhaps the biggest gossip market <laughs> in, in the NFL that it has going, there'll be 500 reporters there from other teams. Every team has uh, all their, their scouts, uh, all their front office people, everybody's there. Uh, all the agents in the league are there, uh, you know, looking after their, their clients. Obviously, there's a lot of players there. So you hear a lot of rumors. You hear a lot of things. Some of the rumors are just smoke and things of that nature. But a lot of the rumors, uh, you know, you, you get an idea of who's talking to who. Um, you know, agents, uh, you know, will leak stuff out to uh, different things, the kind of thinking that they can help their clients. They'll leak it out to some different, uh, some different people, things of that nature. So you hear a lot of different things in these kind of settings and two of the biggest names on the trade market. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded. Uh, I think he either retires or he's back with the green Bay Packers uh, for the long term. Um, but we'll see what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll see what happens with Carson Wentz. Um, the Colts are, are reportedly uh, this app came out during the, uh, the Super Bowl, uh, right before the Super Bowl, actually 
perhaps ready to move on from Carson Wentz. And of course, the, uh, the there've been conflicting reports now about Garoppolo and whether he'll be traded out of uh, San Francisco. Uh, the first, the obviously, every, you know, they drafted Trey Lance um, third overall last year with the idea that he would be ready to go at the beginning of this year. Well, then there was a report this past week that, well, let's tap the brakes on that a little bit. Lance might not be ready to to play yet um, at the start of the uh, twenty twenty two season. To me, that was more the smokescreen um, because I just can't imagine. I, I I just think that you know when you take a guy third overall. You're not going to let him sit and watch for two or three years. They moved up to get him. They traded a lot of draft capital to go get him. Now, they may feel like they have a, a, a pretty solid foundation there for him, um, and therefore they, they, they might not want to you know, move off of an established and uh, a veteran quarterback like Garoppolo. Um, but I think that they, they put that rumor out there. I think they put that news out there to basically maybe drive the price up on Garoppolo a little bit, make, make teams feel like, Hey, they're not going to release him. They're willing to, to go into the season with him. So we're going to have to trade him, trade for him. Cause that's the problem. Like for example, with Wentz, you know, that news comes out that the, the, the Colts are going to perhaps move on from Wentz. Nobody's going to trade for him. You just wait until he gets released because nobody's going to want to eat that contract. He and uh, Garoppolo and Wentz are both making 25 plus million dollars next year. Those contracts are almost untradeable unless, unless, you know, the Colts and, and 49ers are willing to eat a bunch of the salary cap. Um, it's just not going to happen. So you kind of make it look like, well, we're, you know, we're not uh, super interested in trading this guy. We're going to, we're going to hold on to him because we're not sure that uh, Trey Lance is ready. In the meantime, you, you, you're probably not going to go into, you know, you don't want that situation again. You, you made the move up to get Lance. You're going to, you're going to play him in year two. Um, that's just the reality of the situation. Would I trade for either one of those guys? No. Would I sign one on the open market? That's a different conversation because I'm not interested in paying Jimmy Garoppolo 25 million or $27 million a year. That's just, that's, that's a bad contract. Same thing with Wentz. I'm not interested in paying one of those guys that kind of money. At the same time, if I can get them for, let's say $15 million a year. Now we've got a much more of a conversation here. Um, you know, I, I do think that both of those guys are probably, well, they're certainly more polished uh, and, and have more of a track record than Mason Rudolph, but I'm not going to give up draft capital to get them. And I'm certainly not going to give up draft capital and pay that kind of salary to get them. That just doesn't make any sense, especially when the Steelers don't have a lot of draft capital to begin with. They're already short on some draft picks. That's why I think that, you know, the, the, the prudent move for them will be to, you know, wait this out and try to draft a quarterback and get one in the draft. Now, again, that's not guaranteeing you anything. You're certainly not guaranteeing yourself a starter, but they can, you know, that, that, that to me is why I favor them trying to get Malik Willis. And maybe after the combine, that won't be possible. Maybe when he goes out and runs a four, four 40, and shows off a st his strong arm and does all those things. And, and uh, you know, maybe his, his draft stock shoots through the roof and all of a sudden now he's a guaranteed top 10 pick. That's certainly possible, a possibility. Um, but I would rather take my shots with those kind of guys than spend a bunch of money on, quite frankly, are, are, are Garoppolo or Wentz, um, are they superstar quarterbacks? No. 
No, not at all. Use that. Use your draft. Uh, you know, use your 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 free agent capital that the Steelers have, which they don't often have. Use that to bolster your offensive line. Use that to bolster your defense. And draft a quarterback that you think you can be that could, maybe you can develop to be the guy down the road. Doesn't mean that he will be. Obviously, you know, any young quarterback, it takes time. It takes. There's always a process there with with developing those guys. But at least you're taking that shot as opposed to spending you know, bad money on average quarterbacks or a lot of money on average quarterbacks. It just makes more sense to me. Um, we'll see what the Steelers want to do. And we'll get, you know, we'll hear more about that as, as the week goes on next week. And uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it on next week's show, but that is going to do it for this week's show. Uh, as I mentioned, I'll be at the NFL scouting combine all next week. You can uh, read about it all on DKPittsburghSports.com. Follow along with everything that's going on, what I'm hearing who I'm talking to, all that good stuff. And you know what? Uh, you can also, uh, you know, listen to a lot of the other shows here. Obviously, we got DK's uh, uh, shot, Daily Shots every day where he talks a, little, a lot about uh, Steelers, Penguins, Pirates, all that stuff. Uh, we got other podcasts here for Pitt, uh, Penn State, all kinds of good stuff coming on the uh, DK Pittsburgh Podcast Network. But uh, for today, I'm Dale Lolly. I appreciate you listening to this edition of The Dale Lolly Show.